Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ray and Tay Today. Talking sports with friends. We're talking basketball. NBA time and we're on the air. We're ready to clap boards and our crossover's not fair. Uh, throw the ball up in the air. We're giving you the stats. All stars are here. NBA Finals end the draft. You know we're here, hooping on your behalf. College basketball, March Madness C. Ray and Tay got you covered with hoops, B. Yeah, NBA, college hoops, Ray and Tay. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show, the all-star edition of Ray and Tay Today, and I'm Ray Tall Racer. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor. Happy President's Day. Happy Monday. It was a good weekend. So tweet at us at Ray and Tay Today. Check out RayandTayToday.com. Ray, it's all about the NBA, obviously college hoops. Quick shout out to two gentlemen, Bubba Watson for getting it done, Austin Dillon, right, for getting it done. Um, yeah. Winning the Daytona, that's, that's uh, you know, it's always big. Ray, before we get to the NBA All-Star Weekend, unfortunately we have the, some of the off-the-court stuff with the Chicago Blackhawks, you know, the, the fans getting kicked out of the arena for just racial slurs and saying basketball and basketball to Devontae, uh, what's his name, Devontae Smith-Pelle from the Caps. And then, obviously, the LeBron and Laura Ingram stuff. And I kind of feel like this was an interesting weekend. There were so many different things going on with, obviously, Black Panther coming out number fifth all-time, setting a record for box office sales, number two for Marvel behind Avengers. And obviously, I think over 104 million, uh, it was 202 million, but 104 million largest uh, black director film first weekend release. Do you think something like Laura Ingram criticizing LeBron and Durant, is it a ratings grab? Is it sort of trying to defend Trump? Is it hatred? Is it racism? Is it a mix of everything, or are we just so polarized now that someone like LeBron, who's so positive and does so much good, which even though she had some facts wrong about him not graduating high school, she's got to know what positive this guy has done. It, I, I just, I, I don't know. Like, is this just for Twitter followers? What'd you make of all this? And I think eventually it's going to be a historic weekend because it might even change some things in the NBA with them looking to change the playoffs and yada, just everything. What, what do you think happened off the court with the whole racial stuff? Well, look, the hockey stuff is what it is. I just think that that is what we face in society, right? You can't regulate what's in people's hearts, what's in people's minds. You can try to show a little bit more civility. And I thought that uh, kicking them out of the game and revoking their right to come back to the arena, which is a private arena, is the way to go. We can't stop people from doing stupid things. And if that's how they feel, uh, you know, we, we have bigger issues in society. So that's just a, a reflection of, of, you know, we have 320 million people. So there's going to be some of them that think such things. So, you know, unfortunately, that's the reality. 
as for LeBron and Kevin Durant, I don't know what's in Laura uh, Ingram's heart. I don't know if this is strictly for ratings or if there's some element of truth to it. I got to believe that if you really, really don't believe that, you wouldn't say it. And so yeah. there's got to be some element of truth. I don't know if it's 100%, you know, the doctrine that she follows, but I think that there's some element of truth to it, and there's some element of self-promotion. And nobody would say her name today if not for that statement. So it's a little bit of both is my short answer. Yeah, and I'm glad that he sort of came back going high and saying, look, I'm not going to shut up and dribble because I'm too important, and, you know, and I've done so much. And, you know, in the era where we criticize athletes for not speaking Isn't up. Isn't that ironic that we just came out of the era with Michael Jordan where we said all he did was sell shoes, and that was a famous line. Republicans money, 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 shoes. money. Right? Now we have athletes that are actually saying something, but doing uh, something, more important. And doing, doing something, something, right, and doing something. Because, look, at the end of the day, uh, you know, the truth is that the civil rights folks and the people that, that deal with justice and equality, they are doing this all day, every day. Uh, these pro athletes may have faced some kind of discrimination growing up, but at the end of the day, they're living kind of a privileged life now. So it's not to say that they don't have a platform to speak, but it's kind of their night job. You know what I mean? Their day job is they're, they're plenty busy doing basketball. So, you know, the academics a lot of times have, have given more thought to this and are definitely more, like, well-versed in, in speaking about these issues. So I, I can understand where people say, oh, you're an athlete, you know, you don't say anything, and then you just say something real quick. But at the end of the day, a person's experience is a person's experience, right? You can't take that from them. But right, and it, but it's hard to say that in this era because we have a president who doesn't read, you know what I mean, and brags about it. So true. I think you know we're in a whole new ball game. There is no norm in 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 2018, and I feel like because of the way he uses social media and Twitter, I feel like everybody is emboldened. And politics now is celebrity almost. It's everything is flipped upside down. Right, there is we are in a new normal, which is nothing normal. You know what I mean? And LeBron, and LeBron, remember this. He had the N-word sprayed on one of his two homes in Brentwood. So yep. it hit right home. So let's get to the sports. Enough of that stuff. And we just pray that everybody just be better and, and, and do better and realize there's only one race, and it's the human race. But the race to the championship is on. And I got to tell you, one thing that I noticed from LeBron winning the – the, the off-the-court stuff, winning the MVP, Team LeBron winning the game, 148-145. He was clearly the star of stars, even on his own team, where you had Russell and Kyrie. It was kind of like LeBron was the point guard. He played defense. I really felt like he led the night. Um, the last seven minutes were great. Overall, I got to say, I was surprised. They, they were playing defense in the first quarter. I mean, it was almost shocking. Um, do you think that, I mean, anybody else, you know, had sort of like a, a, a good game, a good moment. Obviously, Joel Embiid with the block shot. What did you think of all of the All-Stars? And even the weekend, obviously, Booker and Donovan Mitchell, props to them. What did you think about the weekend? It released a 5.1 rating just came out, um, which I think was the same as last year. So that's just okay. Nothing horrible, but nothing great either. 
So I think that it was a good weekend for the NBA. Not great, but a good weekend. What's crazy is that LeBron James is 33, and he's the oldest player. So that just tells you NBA is in pretty good shape when a 33-year-old yeah. is the oldest guy at this. Uh, now, granted, by tenure, he's pretty, you know, he, he's up there. LeBron James came into the league at 17, 18, so he's been in the league for, what, 13, uh, this is his 14th year? 15, so anyway, yeah, 14. bottom line is it was a good weekend for the NBA. The format works, I think, with the, with the LeBron versus Steph, at least for the next few years. They'll televise Well, the next draft. year when they show the draft, it'll be even better. When they show right. the draft, it was yeah. it was LeBron's, you know, it was LeBron's year. Uh, there were other guys that played. Look, Paul George put up some good numbers and played well. Kevin Durant, my guy that I thought would win the MVP, was it was a smooth eighteen, but didn't really, you know, make a mark on the game because they didn't really have to. Uh, obviously, your guy Russell Westbrook put up numbers. Uh, Victor Oladipo showed out a little bit. Um, there were. The whole weekend, I thought, was a little bit missing star power because I think that the the you know with Donovan Mitchell winning uh, the the dunk contest, but it was entertaining. Book, it was, it def- was dunk, dunk contest was entertaining. It was, and Larry Nance's double throw off the backboard, <laughs> right? That's one of those things where if you didn't see it in, and I was like Kenny Smith. Uh, yeah. I was like, okay, you know, that's nice. We've seen that. It's no big deal. But Ray, then threw the it slow mo floored me. And in the slow motion, me. I was, I was like, like, oh my goodness. I was like, but did he just do that? The one <laughs> thing I will say though, and and I hate to be caught up in the moment because you know I try not to be caught up in months, but it's so different when your all stars are competing in yeah. the dunk contest. When it was Vince, Jordan, and Dominique. So and it's yeah. not just the dunks. It's who does the dunks, right? So when Jeremy Evans wins the dunk contest and right. when Donovan Mitchell wins the dunk contest. But he's going to be – he could be rookie of the year, though. Zach don't, Levine don't wins the dunk con- Yeah, it was Zach Levine. I mean, these guys are great athletes, and I want to see them in the dunk contest. But I also want to see one or two stars in the dunk contest, right? Even Kobe, we forget, was in the dunk contest, right? Blake Griffin was in the dunk contest. So oh, yeah, no, until, a lot of stars. Know, Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard. Hey, you know what? Until about five, six years ago, the stars were Grand still in the Hill dunk contest. Was Grant Hill ever in it? I don't think so. I don't think so, Yeah. We need to look well, back on that. But you know what I mean? Yeah, but you know what powers. else was great about the weekend too, Ray? Not only uh, Devin Booker out shooting Clay, and I thought that was interesting, and defending champ or Gordon lost. Spencer Dinwiddie from the Nets getting the skills thing against Laurie Markkinen. The world uh, beat, the ri- beat the USA and the Rising Stars. The world team was sick. But yesterday I saw the um, Legends uh, brunch. And I got to tell you, man, Jerry West was so classy how he bigged up Elgin Baylor, but how he spoke so eloquently about race, him and Bill Walton, they were honored, you know, other gentlemen. But it just showed, like, the NBA is soon, I think, this is maybe a bold prediction, but the way NFL is declining and the way the violence, I think the NBA, maybe not in our immediate future, but it could be 10 to 15 years. I think the NBA, because of how globally it's growing and you've got more talented European players and and, and so many different countries represented in Africa and Greece and just everywhere, I think it's going to be the number one sport in the world. 
I really do. And no. even in America. I think it I think it, I think it won't happen. I'll tell you why. Two reasons. It won't be number one in the world because of soccer. Kids in poor countries, rich countries, east, west, north, south, they grow up playing soccer. So soccer will be the number one sport. Well, let's say number one in America. And number one in America, they won't be football. Unless unless CTE brings down football, which it might, which it might. It could. Football has this inherent advantage of Sunday, right? It's like church and football. Sunday, once a week. If, if, I love, ironically I mean, enough, ironically enough, if basketball were played once a week, it might take over for football. Now they wouldn't leave all that money on the table, but right, that's a that good point. Sport that's played once a week, it's like you you build up to it, you look forward to it. It's once a but week. But now there's three. Wait, but now there are three days a week, and they they're one player dying on the field from everything changing. I really, I, you I, might be I right. Feel like you know, I. I don't know. I mean, look, you know, we both, I mean, we both love both sports, but football first. Let's get to the college hoops. Oh, one quick thing before we leave the NBA, Ray. Did you hear that they are thinking about changing the playoff format through one through 16? Not east-west, just one, one play 16, 215. You know, a lot of players have said that. I don't like it for this one I don't reason. Like Too much travel. You know, two yes. months. Tra- the whole reason they went to two three two was east west and travel. And now, if you go two two one 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 in the finals, I can live with that. But what happens if you have a New York, L.A., Philly, L.A. first round? You gotta go. Yeah, but who country? wants to see a final against the Rockets against the Spurs? Just Texas. Like you know what I mean? It could backfire. And I almost feel like they want to do it in case LeBron goes out west because the Eastern Conference will be like dud. I don't know. I don't like it, Ray. No, I'm but not saying either. I do like Virginia holding the number one spot, Michigan State two, Villanova beating Xavier Ray, nice margin too, staying three, Xavier only dropping the four, Duke five, you got a tie between Gonzaga, Texas Tech six, Kansas, Purdue, and then our Tar Heels ten. Um, Michigan beat Ohio State, they dropped down, you have Cincinnati dropping down. I think the question is, could the Big East get two number one seeds? I mean, the way they're ranking them, I mean, you know, it's almost like they're saying Villanova and Xavier are better than any of the Big Ten winners, you know, potentially. I mean, well, how do you think this is going to play out? Because right now, I don't know. It looks like you could see both of the Big East teams still remaining number one at the end. We're only one more ranking away next week. Yeah, that's a good point, but you got to figure that Villanova and Xavier are going to play each other, and you got to figure that you got to figure that Texas Tech potentially or Kansas, if whoever runs the Big Twelve, will probably put their hand up for that number four, you know, that fourth number one. You got to figure Virginia, Michigan State, Villanova, potentially Duke. If Duke were to take out Virginia, but Duke has five losses, so Virginia Virginia could potentially lose. Virginia could potentially lose and 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 go Virginia Duke, both get number ones. So I I I could see Virginia Duke getting two number ones before I see Villanova Xavier both as number ones. So I don't think think so. I don't think the Big East going to get two. Do you think teams like Kentucky? And UCLA, even though they're sort of like in the, you know, next 10, do they have a chance of potentially not 
making the tournament or being, you know, no, they eight, draw nine game? Well. They that 8-9 game, well the 10-7 game? Yeah, they draw too well. And I know that college basketball is not football where it's all about the draw. They they don't even make any bones about it when those bowls, you know, aren't pre-programmed. But they're they're both going to be in it, and they'll both be good. They're young, or they're so young. And that's the thing with young athletic teams. You can't tell what they'll do in the tournament. They might be great, or they may lay an egg and go home. So who knows? But they'll both be there. They'll be seven, eight seeds, nine seeds, something like that. Yeah, Florida State cracks the top 25. Arizona State lost, so they fall out. But Florida State's number 25. And Middle Tennessee jumps in there, right? Look, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a great sports week. Watch Oklahoma against Kansas tonight. See if Trey Young, you know, gets his team into the tournament. They, they need one more win to – you know, the Big 12's got a lot of teams this year, and Oklahoma's got a couple of losses. So, I think if Trae they didn't Young, have Trey Young, they wouldn't even be considered a top 25 team. So, they're they're, right, they're skating by on this star power, but they've got to win games. No, they definitely do, because now, I mean, look, even West Virginia's all the way down to 21. So, they're on the border. Should be a good sports week. And, um, look, the NBA comes back Thursday and Friday, I believe. Yeah, I think they come start Thursday. So they get a full week to eight, nine, ten days off. So we'll get into the second run, you know, spring training games and then preseason starts on Friday, Yankees, Detroit. So a lot of fun. Should uh, Sports should be, you know, heating up the stretch run of basketball and obviously March Madness. So have a great sports week.